Hi there, Jonathan here. This is 3430 and we're reading the book of Romans in 30 days. In essence, the beginning of chapter 7 is a continuation of chapter 6 and Paul's language of dying to self. If we have truly died with Christ by faith in the gospel, we have died to the demands of the law because Christ has completed the law in full righteousness and we are complete clothed in him. The analogy Paul chooses to demonstrate this point is a wife who loses her husband to death and then marries again. She is no longer obligated to the dead spouse and similarly we are no longer obligated to the law either. Of course, this leads us back to the old question of whether it matters how we live. Does this mean that we don't need to obey the Ten Commandments? The short answer is no, we do need to fulfill the Ten Commandments. It's just that now they describe for us how the Spirit will lead us to live. Basically, they function now, the Ten Commandments, more like a statement than a command. You will, by the Spirit, Honour your parents rather than you must honour your parents. Romans 7, 7 to 25 describes the law as it is, a severe and relentless taskmaster. The law shows up sin, reveals failure, it judges and it condemns. Like an executioner's tool of death, the law slays every human who comes under it. Of course, all except the Lord Jesus until he was clothed in the sin of the world. Romans 7 has been described as Paul speaking of himself pre-Christian when he says, I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. Now if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does. A pre-Christian understanding of Paul's predicament certainly can work from the text since he states that he is unspiritual. Yet the weird thing is we know that he is a spiritual being from chapter 6. Most of us read Romans 7 as though it is speaking to us, I think, having all experienced exactly what Paul is saying. We know as Christians what we want to do, but sometimes have trouble executing because of the latent effects of sin in our lives. Other times we're just plain disobedient. It would appear that the strongest scholarship leans towards the former explanation. Paul is describing what life is like under the law pre-Christian. But you know what? I can't help but think that like many other wonderful truths of the Bible, what is true theologically is sometimes not our experience. As we struggle with our propensity to sin, Romans 7 is a reminder that our wrestle is real. And so long as we strive for freedom under the law, our efforts are futile. The key is found in what Paul will unpack in the next chapter. Life is found in the Spirit by the grace of Jesus. Romans 7 leaves no room for any conclusion other than that every human stands condemned under the executioner's chair of the law. Like a derelict house condemned to demolition, Paul cries out, 
What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Let the sound of the word death reverberate and finally decay into silence. And then shout Paul's next words. Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. There is hope for all condemned under the judgment of the law, and it is found in the gospel of Jesus. Hallelujah. Enjoy God's word.